Monday on Daily Delivery. Welcome back from long, long weekend for a lot of you. For me too, took a couple days off. Felt good. Patrick Royce with me here. Patrick, you have a good, uh, you have a good Thanksgiving. I know it's always special for you because you dole out the the turkeys, the turkey of the year, and uh, I'm sure you got some good feedback on this year. Yes, uh, yes, I did, and uh, we uh, joined the masses at Jack's Northeast for uh, Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, they put in a good crowd for that. We we got there at three in the afternoon, and it was jam packed. So uh, that's uh, that's uh, become a semi tradition for us to uh, uh, go to Jack's. So uh, we uh, yeah, it was a it was a good enough day, and. Uh, now we've got uh, what three NFL games on Thanksgiving Day, and then we <laughs> then they had to sneak into Black Friday too. Yes. Those those scumbags, those profit carrying <laughs> jackasses won't even let college football and the prep bowl have the game have the day by themselves. They got to get they got to get into Black Friday too. They want all they want all your money. They, they want don't all. want just ninety percent of it. They want all of it. Those NFLers. But, I was uh, wondering too when I you know I. I remembered at the beginning of the year when they had announced that game was scheduled or whenever it came out. I wonder when, if they've ever had a sequence where they've had games scheduled on four out of five days in a row. Because they had Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday now, right? So they're just used to just be the good old days, Patrick. It was Sunday football, then the Monday night game, and that was it. it Well, here's the thing about them. They have a free farm system. This isn't like baseball. This isn't even like hockey. You have the colleges provide you with a free farm system, and you yes. still won't let them have their own day. You <laughs> still are trying to steal all their money. They are the worst human beings in the, as, as, as profiteers. They are yes. the worst, the NFL and all their owners, and they want it all. They want billions. Ziggy's making two hundred and fifty million a year cash, and we we get we now want to. They want to put two hundred and eighty million into the stadium over the next few years to maintain it. It's still new. It drives me crazy. <laughs> and by the way, I was at that dump for the prep bowl. I hate that stadium. You got to go try to go get a hot dog. You got to walk around for about an hour and a half for the prep bowl, and they don't let the if you got tickets for the uh, second game, you know, the prep yeah. bowl game, you got to stand out there. You can't go in and wait. You can't go in and watch the game. It's uh, they, oh, they make them stand in these long herd lines. They hate the fact that they have to have the prep bowl there because they, they can't charge them the normal rent, you know, because it's in the state law. People's stadium. It's the people's stadium. They're just they're just the worst. The, the people who operate that thing, they are just all in it for the every buck they can make. And they don't, you know, they threw out baseball. They're, they're uh, you know, they're, they're, they, they treat the prep bowl people like cattle who come to the games. And, uh, uh, but as it turned out, the prep bowl had some great games. Yeah, so but that was fun. That was fun. I was there Friday, Dinah Centennial, big crowd. Uh, yeah, I bet. It, it had to be six grand from each town, I would think. And then, uh, each each centennial is out of town. It's whatever it is. Circle pass, I don't know. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a 
monopoly up there. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that was a heck of a game. And then uh, the uh, the 5A game uh, was uh, terrific, too. Uh, Chan Asson beating St. Thomas Academy uh, in a big comeback. So anyway, they had a good games. And uh, that was, uh, you know, it was good good crowd in there Friday after you. But, but if you wanted to get a. If you wanted to go go to get a hot dog, they don't have any concession stands no. open on the main level. They got to go down and the, I, I don't know. I hate that place. Can't stand it. Bring back, <laughs> bring back the Metrodome. Bring back the Metrodome. You don't have to wander around like an idiot for two hours to get where you're going. So I do miss the dome from time to time. The the uh, primary tenants of the uh, People Stadium will be playing tonight um so we won't be talking too much vikings today although i'm sure we'll set that up but um in an atypical fall uh monday here we'll talk a lot of gophers uh, a lot of wild which dovetails nicely into your turkeys of the year turkey of the year patrick and uh probably get to some uh some other stuff at the end some gophers uh basketball volleyball and some twins free agent news as well but uh yeah patrick let's start with the start with the gophers they lose the Axe game, they're up, what, 14-7 in the second quarter. Things are looking okay, if I'm not mistaken, and then they don't score the rest of the way. Wisconsin's probably, even in a down year, Wisconsin's just better than them. And they finished 5-7, and seven, so they were all, you know, you were up, because I, I saw you tweeting about it. I was up still, too, to see if they were going to get get that last bowl spot, Patrick, to see if they could, mm-hmm. if, if their academics, if their academic progress rate was going to be good enough to get them a bold bid at five and seven. They had to wait for the very last scheduled game of the of the of the year, aside from the Army Navy game. Um, the very last game of the year. Hawaii is playing Colorado State. If Colorado State wins, the Gophers are out. Colorado State makes a big rally, ties the game, and then Hawaii wins on like a fifty-one yard field goal. There's just these weird coaching decisions all along, up and down the way. We'll talk about that, but um, Gophers. Is is it worse almost that they get this or get they get this bull bit at five and seven because now they have to be in this kind of public space for another few weeks while we're just here, you know, making fun of of this program and the season they've had. Oh, I think it's fun because we can make fun of the greatest BSer we've had in Minnesota history. I now put him ahead of Tim Brewster, and that wow. is something. Wow. I put him as far as just Ooh. slinging it. After his performance after Saturday's game about the uh, realignment, and he knew it was just going to be this way all realignment along. Realignment season, but, uh, yeah. It's a realignment season, and uh, and then he's rattling off the four or five uh, wonderful qualities of this team that have nothing to do with winning football games. And uh, he was just – he was on a roll. And we always play uh, – we always go to a ball game – uh, when when we can go to a bowl game, we uh, we're very proud to go to a bowl game, and uh, except in the pandemic year, they got a chance. They had a rotten team that year, and didn't, uh, they had a chance to go to a bowl game, and because uh, every of course everybody was looking for teams, and he didn't. Uh, he decided we the university that might have been a university decision not to bother to go. But uh, you know, this is uh, you know. The fact of that, I didn't realize until I read RJ's story this morning, they needed one of the academic schools yes. to lose also. <laughs> yes, to well, Wake Forest, right? Wake Forest, yes. Wake Forest was hand-carrying its students, football players, through the university even better than we were, which is uh, 
You know, it's impossible to flunk out now. It's impossible. It they, yes. they just hand carry him through there. It's all, uh, you know, this the, the, the idea that uh, here's the other reason I think we really have a pretty good, uh, whatever they call it, APR or whatever it is. Yes. We don't have many four stars. You know, four stars, they don't pay much attention to academics because what the heck, they're going to go play somewhere probably. Right. But we got so few four stars, it gives us a much better chance to uh, have a good grade point because, uh, you know, the four stars transfer and, uh, you know, go other places and leave. So uh, the fact that we've had lousy recruiting, I think, really helps our academics. So anyway, that that helps too. But I think we're calling it a readjustment year not a realignment. No, year, no. I saw, yeah. I saw both. I saw readjustment. I saw year. both. I, okay. I was listening to the post game and he okay. had Justin Guard. Justin Guard was lobbing his softballs okay. and uh, and uh, he called it a realignment. Okay, realignment. I, I think, but then I think when he went in and did his press conference, okay. it was a readjustment. Got it. So okay. He, maybe he, he, re- his, he readjusted already. He, he had his already. Uh, phony. Yeah. Uh, he had his phony speech uh, screwed okay. up there. He, said he didn't. But 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 we'll be hearing about that. So uh, I don't know. The readjustment might have to be getting a new quarterback, right? Yes. The kids, they, uh, you know, he's going to be in in uh, August and September. They were telling PJ was telling us he was going to be an NFLer, and now, you know, he shows some talent at sometimes. Sure. He's too inaccurate. He, uh, yeah. You know, he throws it at the feet and throws it over their heads, and uh, then they don't. I I I think coaching wise. This was his was Flex most embarrassing year though because yeah. of the fact that uh, they ran out the clock rather than try to win games. Yes, you know the, the Ohio State. You go down there, the, the, your only goal is not to give up fifty. You know, Wisconsin. Okay, they got the ball and the clock's running, and they're. they're the chances of you getting two touchdowns in the last three minutes are probably zero. You don't call you, you you leave the field with all three of your timeouts. Yeah. But before they have scored again, don't you? Yeah. You know, but what do you go? What do you, when there's three minutes left, don't you start calling timeouts? Yes. Hoping they fumble or something? Yes. I, sure. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, let's get off the field and we can say it was a respectable game. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I, I keep saying his over the top personality does not fit this absolutely conservative style of right. football he likes to play. And it's, uh, he's, he's got an ego there that, uh, is somehow tied to never really getting hammered, <laughs> you know, to yeah, keep, they, yeah. keep the score more respectable. And, uh, uh, he didn't want Wisconsin to, he didn't want to give Wisconsin time to score another touchdown and make it 35 to 14. So we won't try to, we won't try to get a turnover or something in the last uh, two minutes and uh, get a miracle touchdown or recover an onside kick. Right. You know, it's not, it's just let the clock run out. He's, uh, I don't know. They, I did think the, they did the same thing in North Carolina. I, a bunch of my friends and I went to that game this year. Yeah. It, was the same, it was the same thing. They were, they didn't want to lose too big. Once they realized they weren't going to win, they didn't want to lose too big. And by the way, second toughest schedule in the country uh, when the year started, ended up 38th. Is that right? So because uh, <laughs> of the Big Ten West, so yeah. I looked it up. Yeah, I looked it up. I don't know if that was before the Wisconsin game or not. Okay. But I looked. I looked up the list, and it was, it was thirty eighth. So he can't give us that lingo either. No. So I don't Five know. And it seven. Was, uh, it's not. It was, but yeah, they just weren't good this year. They weren't good. 
No, they didn't have the they didn't have the players. That was it. And two years ago, worst recruiting class in the Big Ten. So mm. now they're sophomores, but actually most of them are freshmen, right? The redshirt freshmen. Yep. So obviously, it didn't have many players in that group. So no matter how people talk about ah those recruiting ratings, they don't mean that much. And maybe with the transfer portal, they don't mean as much as they used to. But yeah. look, who are the top ten every year? You know. Yes. They, it, it, it still matters. You top, you, yeah, you look at the top ten recruiting thing, and they're the playing for the conference titles in all their conferences. Yes. So, anyway, I, they. Uh, all of the funny thing is, if I go to my favorite uh, website, Gopher Hole. They're all they're, <laughs> the, 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 the hundreds of Gopher Holers who've now turned on him. You know, yeah. just like they did Brewster. 2000 Brewster's second year because I was on Brewster from the first yes, you were. Day press conference and he was seven and one and it was we got to yeah. get this guy signed we got to get him signed <laughs> an extension. we can't let him get away and then when I went you know when I went south and went to seven and six nine and then yeah and then went in and then well we knew he was never going to make it they uh they forget their past over there. They forget all the accolades that they've sent in the past. And now, uh, you know, what do they think? He's not getting fired. He's got three more years here. Don't worry about right. it. He would have to be. He'd have to be five and seven, three straight years. Five and seven yeah. or oh, worse. Yeah, he's going to be here. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got more. He, he, and he deserves, I mean, he, the last oh, three, sure. the last three full years before this, he won at least nine games, like yes. kind of the bowl games. Like he's. Soft schedule or not in the Big Ten West, he had a good run. We're not saying he hasn't had a good run. We're saying this year was bad. Yes, they were terrible. And, uh, and they, uh, I mean, the, the losses, the, the, yes. the quality of the teams yes. they lost to has yes. never been this bad. The quality no. of the teams they lost to. I mean, oof. Okay, they lost to Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, sure. that's going to happen. But, uh, lost North Carolina, yeah. that's fine. But, yeah. Yeah. But then the, the teams in the, you know, they ended up, uh, they ended up uh, what three and six in the Big Ten West, which might have been the worst Big Ten West of all yes. time. <laughs> yes. I did like the fact that I was that parents is after he <laughs> yes. another one. He's still mad. He's still mad. He's still mad about the punt. Yes, he is because they'd be eleven or one, and it would be hilarious if that rotten team with that pathetic offense was eleven and one. Yes. They'd yes. be like rather, they'd be rated like eighth yes. to go to some big bowl game. Yeah, they would. He's he's lucky. He's lucky he doesn't uh you know, it'll be interesting. Now we'll we'll get the ultimate test of the uh Iowa defense uh the Big Ten championship yes. on Saturday. So Michigan, we'll yeah. see if, if they hold somebody to twenty points again, it's for real. But hey, Mike, the over and under on Sunday on Saturday, twenty five. They keep, they keep they keep lowering it and they can't they, still, they can't beat it. No. But this one was ten to ten at halftime. Yeah. Then they yeah. end up only kicking a field goal in yes. the last minute. So once again, once again, the, the under went from when it was thirty three and a half for a game about yeah. a month ago. That was like the second <laughs> lowest it had ever been. <laughs> now then they lowered it to thirty. More than a touchdown a less They lowered now. it to twenty eight. Then they lowered it twenty five. And it's like they're, it's like they're <laughs> daring him. It's like name that tune. It's like I can go lower. No, we can still go lower Unbelievable. than that. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! And funny. Uh, 
anyway, it's uh, now I suppose that uh, the, there's some uh, 247 sports and I don't know what they're basing this on because mm-hmm. the the New Mexico Bowl is supposed to be a uh, Mountain West Bowl. Yeah. But they on these eighth tier bowl games, they could end up doing some swamp. Right. Swamping, you know. Yeah. So they might try to uh, get uh, New Mexico State is probably going to end oh. up playing playing in that bowl. Yeah. So I'm sure that somebody might try to get the uh, oh. the kill uh, <laughs> the kill Fleck rematch oh, here. But I don't I don't think either of them would want that. No, I don't think they would. I don't think they would. Maybe uh, maybe think, that would finally get PJ to turn down a bowl game. Yes, I I don't know. I don't uh, think well, he would. He he always New Mexico, wants New Mexico State's already played. Uh, 13 games, I think, because they had a Hawaii game. Oh, okay. And then, and then uh, they played Liberty this week, and they'll probably get beat. So, but they 10 and 3, and, uh, and, uh, you know, it's, but I don't think they're, I spent them a couple of, they pulled a couple of, they had to rally. I mean, they had to pull it out at the end to beat Jacksonville State the other day yeah. at home. So it's not exactly he doesn't have a powerhouse team no. but for the standards of New Mexico sure. State, they, they hadn't won that many games in 60 years or yeah. something. Was it last year he got a tattoo, right? The players talked him into getting and a tattoo. Get the, the great big tattoo. Yes. Him. He, also, uh, he also split with his wife. Uh, and, uh, he's become a new uh, he's a new man, and he talks about his girlfriend down there and hmm. stuff. So I talked to him about a little bit uh, over the weekend, and uh, Jim Carter was a friend of his. Yes. He was a great sofer, and uh, Carter died Thursday. Yes, uh, Melanoma. Melanoma. He didn't really tell people about it, but uh, he was a big pal of uh, killing uh Killing Tracy Clay's, which meant it wasn't a big pal of PJ's. No. But anyway, um, so I, that was a, a little bit of a conversation about him there. So anyway, yeah, it was a it was a disgusting end of the season. I was listening. I was I had a hard weekend of watching uh, hockey, grandkids hockey. But uh, oh, there you go. But the uh, uh, I was in the car when. The, they went down the field at the start of the game. They just cruised down the field sure. to take a 7-0 lead. Mike Gribb was all happy and everything was going yeah. good. I kept checking my phone. They got another touchdown, and that was it. That was it. it. Was, yeah. That was it. This was a terrible team offensively. Yeah. Terrible. Just, no consistency, just bad. Like receivers dropping passes. Calic Manis can't, you know, it's crushing drives with incompletions and that like you said at the beginning of this segment like that'll be the hardest thing to know like do you can you go get a can you can you and do you go get a portal quarterback to replace him or at least give him some competition so it's not just his job again next year and then you got to be right on the portal i mean like uh, the nebraska's first choice was that sims kid from georgia tech who was a pretty good runner but they had, uh, you know, he screwed up the start of their season. He lost the game of the Gophers up here, and he, they ended up having to bench the guy after three right. games. Went to other quarterbacks. So, just because some guy has, you know, you're taking some guy from Georgia Tech who, which had a terrible year and got their coach fired, uh, and uh, you think he's going to come up and turn your program around? It's 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 got to be somebody that's got some competence to him and a good background. Right. Not just anybody, you know. Right. Well, but <laughs> and for, uh, according for to PJ, we don't have any money to give anybody. So. Right. 
Well, in this case, too, usually the, the kind of quarterback they could get at this stage of their program would be, you know, either someone from, uh, you know, a kind of more of a mid, like a mid-major program who wants to take a step up or someone who's kind of lost lost the, the battle at some other school. And that's, you know, so you're taking a chance on somebody at that point, no matter what. Yes. Uh, well, that Graham Mertz ended up as a Florida quarterback, right? I think he did. And he got right? hurt. Okay. The, guy uh, was, the guy who was a stiff at Wisconsin, and he ended up down there, and they were bad, too. So, I mean, by Florida standards, they didn't do anything. So, that's it's not, oh, good, we got a portal quarterback. Maybe we can get that kid from uh, Vegas that we had uh, about uh, six years ago that was going to turn the franchise. Oh. What was the name of that guy? Oh, I remember that man. Guy. Who was that? By the, by the third week of the season, they had him turned into a linebacker. I oh, can't remember who was what that, that guy yeah. was. Oh. That was. We were excited about him, man. I think that was PJ's second year in 18. Yeah. I can't remember oh, what his name was. These names, just, these names come and go. There's been too many. It's just... <laughs> Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan. The passion. The hope. The anticipation. That incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino, let your story begin. PJ yeah. made a prominent appearance at the end of your turkey uh, column, and yes, we'll find out uh, next weekend what bowl game they get to go to. Um, but the actual turkey of the year was 20 years of wild hockey, and when you when you parse it, Patrick, think about this. Think about this franchise. And you, I'm sure you thought long and hard about it. And it's not just the the poor fans who have given their hard earned money and come back for more of this. But like, this is a league, Patrick, where it's it's salary cap league. You know, so you've got of all of the professional leagues here, this is the one where a Minnesota team should have the most advantage, right? Like it's salary cap league where free agents want to play here where where it's it's an actual destination franchise and you've won two playoff series in the last 20 years is that right two playoff series in the last 20 years two under mike yo the one we couldn't both of them were under mike yo the coach that people probably dislike the most from the last 20 years ends up being the one who has actually done even a little bit in the playoffs but you're right when you add it up it has been an extremely disappointing run for this team they were deserving turkeys and i hope you got the the applause you deserved uh, yeah i got a i didn't get many complaints i gotta say that it's just all it's a complete first of all if you're bad in the nba you know i mean if you're mediocre in the nba you're not going to accomplish anything in the postseason because the, when you play to 110 the best team wins right yes when you play to hockey you play to three you don't have to be the best. You got to randomly. It's a. It's the most random game at all. Yes. It's the most equal game of all. And you're right. And I had that same thought that minute people want to come back here and play. You know, yeah. they want to. They want to play here, and it's. Uh, they're hockey players. All they they're they're playing all season, and they just want to have some place to play golf in the summer. That's yeah. it. So it's not. It's like. There's no other place that, you know, 
the, the Wolves play and you can get them back up here for practice and stuff in the summer. But most of them say, you know, I'm going home. Yes. I'm not yes. going to spend the, you know, I'm not going to spend my summer here. I'm going to go to the beach or something. But, uh, uh, you know, it's the it's the only sport. You're absolutely right. That was part of my. I didn't get into it, but that was sort of my thought process. When you think about it, when you think about the loyalty of the customers. Now, this isn't going to one game a week like the war the the Vikings fans do right. and think they're right. really, you know, they're really loyalists. These people have been filling that dang place up, and I I was talking to a ticket holder, and he was paying eighty two bucks for a ticket in 18 and now he's paying 108 you know it goes up six seven bucks ever that that was through a pandemic too yes. and and you know the jerseys are everybody who comes in wears it you can't get in if you don't wear a jersey right <laughs> it's true. Let you in. everybody's got a jersey everybody's yeah. got a new jersey these pants these suburban parents are spending thousands they got you know there's Four of them, four families that split up their season tickets and they go to those games and they, you know, and they, there's no reward. You know, there's, there's, there hasn't been any reward for 20 years. So there's been a couple of times when you thought maybe, but then they, right. uh, you know, but right now it's the most boring team they've put on the ice since when, if, if Kaprizov is not going right. to do anything. And, you know, I'm not going to break down the hockey because I'm, you know, as far as talent-wise and stuff, but uh, uh, I really think that what was the object of giving three-year contracts to no all idea. these 30-year-old linemen? I mean, Not, the guys not just three-year linemen. contracts, but three-year contracts with, like, no trade clauses in them and yeah, stuff like that. Like, I mean, what are like, you if you, like this year, if you don't like this year's team, you're not going to like next year's team because it's going to no, be about the same just, team. Makes no sense to me. It's no. that the you know that uh, you know we got this terrible cap problem, and uh, it'd be like I don't know. It'd be like if the Timberwolves were signing who? who it would have been like uh, it would have been like six years ago if the Wolves had looked at the Brandon, Jimmy Butler team and then said we got to re-sign Jeff Teague, Taj Gibson. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, that's right. I, yeah, yeah, that's Taj Gibson's a perfect uh, example. What? Uh, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. Don't I didn't get it. get it either. I didn't get it when they did it. I still don't get it because now they're locked into this idea. Unless they can, unless they can still move these guys when things go bad. And but Patrick, they've lost seven in a row now. Yeah, seven in a row. First, I saw first that time since first time since when since since, since the fifteen sixteen season. I went back and looked at that. You know what that eight game losing streak led to? Mike Yo getting fired. It was right yeah. up to the point where he got fired, and they gave the job to Torch for a little while, and then they hired <laughs> Boudreaux after that. We right? liked Torch too. We, we did. liked Torch. Why didn't they give Torch the job? But anyway, um, what uh, this guy's gonna get fired? Don't you think? It seems inevitable unless they pull out of mm -hmm. this because someone's got to take the fall. You can't fire all the players. You're not going to, no. Bill Guerin's not going to fire himself. And I think, you know, Guerin's done a pretty good job. I like Guerin. I think he's done a good job generally. But those contracts, like this is not, this has been his, his most questionable year. And, you know, it all goes back to the, the bold decision he made with, Suter and Parisi and it's you know we knew there were going to be some down years they probably overachieved a little bit last year to you know because those those buyouts were already hitting hard last year like 12.7 million yes. last year it's only a little bit more this year and they were still okay last year they still made the playoffs and had a competitive playoff series but it's it's catching up to them they just don't have enough they don't have enough talent and the young guys 
Boldy's been terrible this year, and that's probably a big part of the that's, problem. Caprizov's been terrible. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, they both they've both been bad, and that's if your two best offensive players are bad, you're you're kind of in a big kind of in a bad spot. We're uh, we're uh, we often mention that we're out shooting opponents. We do. And stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, we're out chancing them too. Out chancing them at five on five, Patrick. What do we give a damn if Mark Andre Fleury finishes second on the all time? Nobody cares. List? Nobody why cares. Did we, why did we bring him back when you got the kid? Their only chance for a second half revival is if they call up the kid from Des Moines yes, Walstead. and yes. let him be your goalie 80% of the time, yes. and he turns out to be fantastic. Yes. You know, that's that's about your only hope. And then why why do we have these? And a three-year, they also gave Gus the bus a three-year contract, yes, right? Yes, they did, yes. I mean, what was that about? He said, look at his career. He's... You know, he's a goalie. You know, they're he's a, a mediocre goalies are good one year and rotten the next. So I, I don't know what they really were case, doing. He was Case Keenum. He was a he had a Case Keenum year. <laughs> yeah, he was. He, he had was. a Case Keenum year, and instead of letting him go, we paid him. I guess is how yeah. you look at it. But he, you know, yeah, he was he was awfully good last year. But you're right, goalies can be goalies can be up or down. I think that they, you know, the Gustafson contract was what it was, and they, yeah, he, he's they such a he's so. They, yeah, they could have let him go to arbitration and had him for one year, right? I think they didn't right, have to give him a three-year contract because he right? was a restricted free agent, right? Is that what yes, he was? Yes, yes, yes. So you could have kept him. Make yes. make him prove it again. Prove it again. Make him prove it again. It's a goalie. They're nuts. Yeah, they're all crazy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they're goofy. Yes, so, they're goofy. Uh, yes, you know. So uh, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. Remember Jake Allen. Yeah. Jake Allen, our last big hope was when Jake Allen uh, shut the, you know, shut him down and upset him, and that after they had the great regular season. Yes. And uh, and then that next year he couldn't stop a volleyball. <laughs> right. So right. Uh, you know that's the way goalies work. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know seven in a row. Was it five, five, ten, and four? So really five and fourteen. Yes. I love. I'm glad you pointed out too. I t- I point this out whenever I can. I'm glad you pointed out. <laughs> That they insist on counting the that where like, sport where the 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 overtime wins are wins and the overtime losses are are not losses. losses. It drives me crazy. It drives it me crazy. Does. It was a great marketing scam though when they came. Hey, let's do this. Yeah, let's 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 have about nine columns on our standings <laughs> so that we gotta so that we're hiding the fact that these are defeats. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but it was. Uh, we're gonna you put know, these... Gary Bettman gets more abuse than anybody, and he might be the greatest commissioner ever. He ended up in Vegas. He ended up in Seattle. The NFL is in Memphis and Oklahoma City, and you know these places. <laughs> the NBA is doing well, but the yes. he he hustled out, hustled everybody to get to Vegas. He's yeah. the first one back in Seattle. Yeah, when they're you know the, the NBA said, "Oh, we got to bring this." By the time the Supersonics come back, nobody will care. Right. Plus, when you're an NBA, when you're an NBA expansion team, you go twenty and sixty-two. Right. So <laughs> when you're an NHL team, they give you all the best players, yeah, and you go <laughs> like straight to go, to go directly to the Cup championships, just like Vegas did. 
I occasionally had some fun on uh, Twitter, you know, as you do with the the public. And uh, I don't think I ever had more fun than talking about the long agony that the Las Vegas fans have gone through before they finally won a (laughs) cop last year. People, yeah, they took the hook on that one, man. It was great. (laughs) Oh, Patrick, a few more things we got to get to. Uh, Looks like Kenta Maeda is going to get two and 24 from Detroit. Good for him, I say. That's more than I yes. thought he was going to get at that age and coming off of the kind of season he had. Surprised me when I looked it up, Patrick. He didn't even throw 300 innings here. He was here no. for four years, and obviously one of them was the COVID year. One of them Tommy was lost John to injury. Him. Yeah, the Tommy yeah. John really well, that, and they, affected, and took that affected parts of three years. Yeah, yeah, he took a year and a half off for that one after that one. So, uh, yeah, he was a you know, actually, he pitched better this year than I thought he was gonna. Because yes. when he when he was bad, he was bad. But uh, he's he's turned crafty. That's for sure. He yes. doesn't throw the fastball past anybody anymore. Uh, his great year was the uh, you know finished second on the side in the yeah. COVID year and uh, basically bailed out that team. They they were we don't remember that team was thirty six and twenty four. Yes, they were. Didn't hit much, but they no. uh, and they got beat two straight by Houston. But uh, that you know that team was mostly because of him because he didn't have that yes. much pitching then. But uh, he, uh, you know, good good for him, Detroit. He's not the kind of guy that uh, you're going to sit in a clubhouse before the game and say, "Oh shucks, we got to face Kenta." But uh, he he can be a you know if you're if you're not sharp that night, he can dazzle somebody. I'm not. They were there was no chance they were gonna bring him back. So No. It sounds like it sounds like Sonny Sonny Gray wants to go to Atlanta. We'll see if that becomes true. Right. But I keep I keep seeing terms that people think he's gonna get like three and seventy, something like that. Four, Oof. maybe four. I mean, yeah, it's I think, you know, that's expensive and they don't have the payroll for it. They're gonna find out next year though that they miss both those guys, especially Sonny. They had so much good pitching last year. they that's yeah. You take him out of there, it's just a pretty average rotation. And, and, and here's the other thing, Mike. You take yeah. him out of there, and then you're not going to be as healthy next year. You were no. healthy this you year, were, so yes. that doesn't happen two years ago. Exactly. So, uh, you know, you, the fact that you had uh, four starters that made every start, basically, right? Pretty uh, close. They, I mean, Kenta yeah. missed some time, and so did uh, – yeah, I, mean, I, I think Thinking of all these guys, like – I mean – all these guys missed like a handful. Like they gave Ober, they shut him down for a while. Ryan had the yeah. DL stint. All of them missed a little Those bit, but nobody kids, was like, had... nobody aside from Mally was out for the season. You know, they had pretty good depth to be able to come back from all the, that. The two main guys, though, made every yes. start. Yeah, two guys yes. make 32 starts. So that's not the top gonna, two guys. You're right. That's not going to happen too no. often. So in the modern game. So yeah, they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to, they need somebody like Louis Marlin or somebody to be a starting pitcher next year. Yeah. And yeah. they're talking about this. What the heck's that kid that does came up oh, to yeah. the same late? I saw him once. Yeah. He didn't dazzle me, but, uh, I, I, anyway, they're, yeah, they're, they're pitching is they, they, they won last year because of their starting pitching, and now their starting pitching becomes much more iffy because they don't have Sonny Gray. So it's a, yeah. that simple. That simple. I don't think he a he wasn't going to give him any kind of a deal. You know, no. three for sixty. They probably he, he probably have said I'm going to hit. The, he told them all year he was going to hit the market. He's never yes. he's never been a free agent. So right. He wanted to do that. And Atlanta really needs a pitcher, too. Is that home down? Is that where he's nah, from? I think he's from Tennessee, so he wants to be close to there. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, he was uh, he was kind of a fun guy in a clubhouse because he told you exactly what was on his mind. <laughs> yes, he did. Not, not yes, too many did. of those guys anymore that you can find, but he was. Uh, he was, uh, and, and it's uh, it was a surprise to me. He ended up being uh, voted the uh, MVP. I got a, I voted for uh, Duran because I figured that, uh, you know, without a, all those years, it got screwed up because they didn't have a closer. That uh, he was probably the most important guy they had because he, even though they weren't all the cleanest, they still finished dang near all of them when they yeah. put him in there. But they said that it ended up being a tie between Gray and Royce Lewis. Hmm. And those of us who hadn't voted for either of those guys were asked to re-vote for one or the other. And I voted for Gray over Royce yeah. Lewis. So we we got a little bit on the we got a little bit over amped on the Royce Lewis uh, impact, I think. So anyway, Sonny Gray, MVP, pitcher of the year, all the good awards here. So he'll be missed. He will be missed. Um Go for basketball. Lost oh. by eighteen in San Francisco. A big game by Bill Russell. I must have been. I don't know who yeah, right, they. Who right. they? Well, how are you? Why are you losing by eighteen at San Francisco? Unless you're just bad again, right? Well, according to the great Baboo, Nadine Baboo, uh, yes, she checked uh, that uh, they had the the turnstile for the game with Pine Bluff was thirty five hundred. Yikes. Yikes! It is it is done over there, and don't get me started on the idiots not playing St. Thomas. Oh yeah, well, rather, La- rather Lavelle, give... Lavelle quoted him the other day. He got him on record, right? He yeah, got uh, he yeah. got Ben Johnson on record. Well, it doesn't do us any good, Ben. Yeah. It puts ten thousand people in the stands <laughs> right. instead of thirty five hundred. Yes, that's what good it does you. So those people who go to the game with 3,500 say, I'm never coming back. This is the most boring building I've ever been in. If they go yeah. to the game when you got 10,000 people in there, they say, boy, this was fun. Let's yeah. do it again. That's yeah. why, Ben. Come I on. I don't want to be no. flippant about a man's livelihood either, but uh, <laughs> that might not be Ben Johnson's problem much longer. No, no, that is uh, true. And, uh, you know, it, <laughs> The problem wouldn't be the embarrassment of a three-point loss to St. Thomas. The problem huh. is blowing a 20-point lead in the fourth quarter, and then, I mean, in the last Second half, seven yeah. minutes of a game, and then going out and playing the San Francisco Dons, yes. who still have the banners up from 1956 hey. and don't have any new ones, and going out there and getting beat by 18. Yes. That's the problem. Yes. It's not that, oh, man, would it be embarrassing if we lost to St. Thomas or South Dakota State or North Dakota right. State or somebody who gets some people in that building. Right. That place is a dump when there's nobody in there. And that more than the losing has got to be killing Coyle, right? Kill, oh, Coyle God. can't. Yeah. He, he, hates, uh, he hates the empty buildings. He hates, I mean, that was part of the reason that, clays and the clays kill thing just you know it was like it was you could say culture all you want it was people weren't showing up for the games he wanted someone to get get in the building yeah that's uh that's exactly right and uh 
Don't get me started back on that about uh, PJ telling us how he only he could fill the stands, uh, only fill the building up for Nebraska. <laughs> and then by the end of the year, you're not getting close to a sellout for Wisconsin. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but yeah, but you're right. That's that that had a lot to do with it. That's still one of the funniest sights I've ever seen in football. There's uh, Clay's is out there beating Washington <laughs> State, major upset, and. Kaler and Coyle are on the sidelines looking like their family dogs just got run over by a semi. <laughs> Both those, they got the sideline picture of those two guys moping on the sideline. Right. Like, what are we going to do team, now? <laughs> this team without 10 of their players goes out there and kicks Washington State around. It was, uh, it was hilarious. And so, yeah, I don't know what going I think, I don't know him well enough. You know, I, I yeah. hardly talked to him. I talked to him on the phone a few times and see him once in a while. But I think he wants out. I think he'd I think he'd go if he could get another job. Hmm. He tried to get the Southern Cal job, right? Supposedly tried yeah. to get the supposedly tried to get the Southern Cal job and hmm. uh, didn't do it. So but what yeah, you know, I guess we ended up bouncing back to go for football. But what's what's the uh, you know, Southern Cal coming to town, UCLA coming to town once in a while, that's great. But if this is the kind of product you're going to put on the field, you're going to get beat. Yes. You end up four and eight. Then what happens? Yeah, no, you know? can't even can't even get a can't even get bailed. Even the all the academics <laughs> in the world can't save you at four and eight. Uh, you hey, can't hey, get we're, a Hawaii we're, miracle. By the way, that end of that Hawaii game was hilarious. Uh, so Colorado Colorado State down twenty four sixteen with four minutes left tries a 53-yard field goal on fourth and six instead of going for it. I'm just sitting there scratching my head. Really? Like, what are, like, what are you doing? They missed the field yeah. goal. Hawaii marches down. Looks like Hawaii is going to put the game away, uh-huh. and then Hawaii gets a field goal blocked. Colorado <laughs> State gets a 70-yard touchdown pass on fourth and eight with a minute left to tie the game. Gets the two-point conversion to tie the game. Then Hawaii r- scrambles down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, they get a play to the 34 with eight seconds left. I think they think it was out of bounds, so they think they have plenty of time to get their kicker onto the field, but it turns out the guy's forward progress had been stopped, I think. So so they 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 stop the clock temporarily for the for the to move the chains, but then they start the clock again and they all of a sudden they like the kicker starts dead sprinting to the line because they realize they they realize that they gotta hustle this thing instead of just being able to get out there and the clock is stopped and they get the they get the snap with like a tenth of a second left. This wow. kicker makes a fifty one yard field goal. And that, my friends, is the story of how the gophers ball, become bowl eligible. <laughs> it was, it was the craziest ending to a game you'd ever want to see. Uh, do you think is there any 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 uh, chance that the the college football guys are going to be kind to us, and after they go to the twelve team playoff next year, that they get rid of half of these stupid bowl games. Is there any eighty two teams go eighty two out of a one thirty one? There's a hundred thirty. Are there one hundred thirty one teams? So, so we have like As 60. I keep saying it's harder to miss a bowl than to make one. That yeah, we're bowl eligible. What a bunch of nonsense! There's nothing that drives me crazier. Of course, as a lifelong, you know, kid who grew up in the 50s, the only yeah. thing he cared about was go for football in the state basketball tournament and into the 60s. And now, you know, you won't be, you know, can we ever go out there and play the West Coast champion right. of the Rose Bowl? That's all that counts. 
Now there is no West Coast. No. <laughs> now there's no conference out no. there. It's just unbelievable. Important, you know, and so, to contrast that to the Gopher volleyball team is kind of like sweating it out. They're twelve yes. and eight in the Big Ten. They had to sweat it out to see if they're even going to get in the tournament. They did. Who they play in the first round? Uh, I can't remember. Utah State. Utah, Utah State, State, and then it's they're in the uh, the Creighton bracket, Creighton. right? Yes, Creighton. They but they end up uh, battling. Uh, I think there's probably a couple Minnesota kids down there in that Creighton uh, team. They uh, they uh, they've had a good program, but uh, I think the Gophers. Are, are good enough to get out of that little yes they are sub regional I think they could uh, they could beat they they're fifty fifty with Creighton I would think so they yeah. might get out yeah. of region they're uh, I saw them against uh, what three weeks ago against Purdue and they got eaten up I mean the last three sets weren't close and I thought this team isn't very good but yeah. uh, rally they, they they ended up winning four out of five and that. Uh, must have been pretty funny at the uh, selection. Jeff Day had a piece in the paper today about apparently Cook's got a little kid who was yes. running around there trying to electrocute himself. So. <laughs> He's putting <laughs> stuff was, in the sockets. Whole, I didn't see that. That the was... whole team was chasing the kid around to stop yeah. him from pouring water on the electric plugins yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, they're brats. Those two-year-olds, man, you can't oh. trust them. Patrick, you don't, trust know. Patrick <laughs> don't talk send, about it. Send no. the volleyball team over here and let them try to corral no, ours. You, our, think our you kids got problems. No, you think you got problems with the kids? My granddaughter's team playing a great team yesterday, leading two to nothing with five minutes to go. They gave yeah. up three. Ooh. They gave up three and got beat. They, oh, uh, man. You know, me and uh, five. 150 people were saying, get the puck out. And then just skating around behind the net. Get it out. Get out of the other end. So it was a heartbreaker. It was a heartbreaker. Sounds like a readjustment year. year, Whatever you want to call it. It was certainly a realignment weekend. That's for sure. (laughs) Wow. Unbelievable. The goalie was a wall. The good news is until the, the end there when there are a couple of rebounds. She was a wallow. They would have gotten beat ten to two, and we wouldn't yeah. have had to worry about it. So no. anyway, yeah. anyway, it was uh, that was the famous cake eater tournament out at. Uh, oh, yeah. Edina. You got to give them credit. They took the. <laughs> they, they made that the time. They just because everybody called them the cake yeah. eaters. They made it the cake eater tournament. That's great. It's the probably the best girls, you know, young. Yeah. 10, 12, 14 year old girls tournament in the state. So they get a good quality. Look out for Stillwater and 14 year old girls hockey, though. Okay. It's a good They're scouting good. report. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll see if the Guys. Vikings win tonight. Vikings Monday night against the Bears. They're only favored by like a field goal. I guess nobody's respecting Josh Dobbs and everything he brings to the table, but we'll see. They, they win easy tonight. They don't they? They're so. the Bears. They're the Bears. Yeah. They're they the stink. Yep. Okay. All right. See you, All right. All right. See you. See you at the. Uh, Fruit of the Loom Bowl or something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah. Bye.